<clears throat> welcome to Comic <laughs> Welcome to Comic Culture, the podcast that uh, um, doesn't know how to start a show. No, after what else is thirteen new? years? Cheers, by the way. Cheers, 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 cheers. Here's the cheers. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hey, uh, I'm Walt. I'm Chris. Ta- listening to Comic Culture and. Um, you know why we're a little discombobulated? Chris is going to do a little bit of musical chairs right now. Yeah. Give us a second. Give there you go. That's a little bit better. Good. And we're going to gonna move the microphone closer to you because uh, I'm more of a loud mouth. That's so, right. Yeah. Yep. Loud mouth Flintstone. That's right. He's a good man, no? <laughs> He's a good man, no is right. Hey, um, we're, we're kind of excited today because we're, as promised, um, Chris and I are having a toast with... Uh, we're doing a little teabagging today. Teabag today. So uh, we have a bottle in front of us. Yep. Gaelic whiskey. Un... What's it say? Unchill filtered. What does that mean? Unchill filtered. Don't ask me questions. I think, you're, I think, you're, I think they're making up words. Uh-huh. Unchill filtered. Uh, Teabag, uh, tea also known as Shavec. Shavec. Uh, blended Scotch whiskey. Uh, and then it goes, uh, it has a whole bunch of words. Humana, humana. Yeah. Uh, yeah humana, humana. Damn those English. Right? Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, what does it say here on the back here? Uh, Damn those English. <laughs> Whiskey Gaelic Connoisseurs Blend. Uh, produced originally for the Gaelic-speaking uh, Heb- Hebridean Hebridean. Islands. Uh, up, up, up. Hebrides. West Scotland. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, is the, and tea bag or shavek is the colloquial expression used in Gaelic when requesting a wee dram. Is that right then? Uh, a wee dram. A wee dram then. Yeah. Aye, Aye. Uh, Soft, full, and rich in character with a high proportion of single malts aged in sherry casks. Right. Now, go. Chris. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we both know, uh, you know, like say... You know, three words and how to really, really badly imitate uh, Great Britain, like say, the Etten English. I say. I say. Uh, and then, like, the Cockney. Right, man. You know, and, and then. Uh, <laughs> right, And then uh, uh, the Scottish, I lassie. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then uh, the Irish, oh, top of the morning oh, to you. Oh, so you be stealing me top of the But Sorry. how do we do a Welshman? Uh, you know, I don't know. Chris, have you ever done a Welshman? <laughs> yeah, I am Welsh. Oh, are you? Uh, Owen. Oh, oh, Owen, that's Owen, right. Yeah. Well, if anybody would know. Yeah, uh, I have no idea. Neither do I. No, I have no idea. Neither you know I. what? Uh, one time, a quick story here. I went to uh, Wales way back when I was uh, what a, but a wee boy. And um, uh, so we had to, we got lost. I was with my parents. We right. got lost. Right. Uh, so we had to stop and, and ask somebody for directions. Well, uh-huh. so, you know, my parents <laughs> asked for directions. And then afterwards, they looked at each other and said, did you understand a word they said? <laughs> no, no, no. So... Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, I knew a Welshman too. I think Llewellyn was his name. Llewellyn, yeah, with a double a, L. Yeah, that's a, yeah. it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a so great I think, that, I think, I think that was Welsh. Yeah, that is Welsh um, for sure. Anyway, here's to the Welsh. Here's to the Welsh and the Scottish and the Scottish. <laughs> All right. So, what do you think of this uh, tea bag? Um, a little rough around the edges. A little edges. rough around the edges. Uh, a little rough around the edges, but. It, it is economical. It is economical. It is. It, you know what? It's um, the first sip is good, but it has a bit of a bite afterwards. It has a bit of a bite afterwards. Yeah. I got to tell you the story. I went to the LCBO, the Liquor Control Board of Ontario. I bought the bottle. Um, they, uh, I think, I paid thirty one fifty. And the okay. cool part about it is they gave me a forty dollar rebate. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, hey Chris, pour me some more. Uh, yeah, let me let me pour you some more of that tea bag, tea bag there. 
help me get through the show. Hold on, let me just do that. Maybe do that properly there. There you go. All right, we will start talking about comics. Is this a show about comics or about, yeah, tea, or about tea bag? This is an important day for us. Is it We've now? been hunting this tea bag. Hey, hey, hey. I, I, I'm still still going through mine here. Okay, well, oh, boy. Okay. boy. we got to even the playing field. Even, even, even Steven. Here. All right, cheers. Cheers. So, so, comic culture is a show about comics, so I guess, I, I guess, I guess, we should start talking well, about comics. We have to. So, I think uh, the first show of the year, we kind of looked back at what the hell happened with 2022. Right. So, why don't we take today and try to look ahead. Look ahead. Into 2020. Okay, so, so, I'll go first. You go first. I'll go first. You go first. You know, I think you know we, you know, we've talked about it and uh, before we've talked about it last week that, and on your posts, uh, uh-huh. I do believe that there's a bit of a correction happening right now. Right. Um, you know, looking back on uh, 2022, I remember one of the, our predictions for 2022 that didn't seem to come true as well as we had hoped was at least one of the things that we we, we talked about was uh, we thought there'd be more property-driven comic books that would be rising in price. Right. Such as, like, Indiana Jones and right. things like that. And right. that, did, that never really seemed no, to, to, no, to come around. Um, what we are seeing, though, is, you know, a greater emphasis on Golden Age and yeah. uh, and, and the keys. Mm-hmm. And that seems to be the pattern for 2023 so far. And I think that's what's going to happen. Because I think, you know, economically speaking, a lot of people are either getting out of the industry because they need the money. Right. Or they're very cautious on what they're buying. And right. So they're going to the old standards of the, the key comics and the, the, the scarcity comics. Isn't that kind of a, a funny thing about life in general? Not to get philosophical here, but... It, no, please it, do. Economics. Economics in, in particular is is um, when things are going well. Yeah. When there's money around that shouldn't be around. Mm-hmm. Let's say like 2021. Mm. Right. When everybody's investments were doing fine yeah. and everybody's homes were triple the value that they were three yeah. days before. <laughs> yeah. Um, when everything was worth so much money. Yeah. Nobody wanted to sell. No. No desire to. No. Right, and yet you know you could have got anything that you sold of your collection would have been a record price, yeah, practically, yeah, yeah. right? Absolutely. And now things have you know proverbially shit the bed, yeah, right, and things have tanked and blah 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 and everything like that. And now we have to sell, right? Now we want to sell. We have to sell when the prices are down, right? But when times were good and the prices were high. We didn't, didn't want, want to sell, sell. because you know, hey, I got hey, this book I got great, now, money. But now it's like, oh my god, you know the, yeah. you know, I got to redo my mortgage, and the interest rates are higher because they went up four points. Yeah, and so um, I got to sell my comics now. But oh crap, they're worth forty percent more less than they then did they were, a year know, ago, and it's just everything. It just gets. It seems like it's it's either too good. Or it's too bad. Well, it's like you know, it's like the stock market crash, right? Like things right. are going down. I better I better sell with everything, right? Right? Like yeah. you know, or, or I better sell just you know because I leveraged or something, and right. I have to sell, right. you know, just to stay afloat, yep. right? That type of thing. So it's tough. It's tough right now, and 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 it's. I feel bad for the people that have to sell. Right? Well, you know, and I do too. Uh, but it's not just comics it's all collectibles this is a strain that's going across uh you know sports cards toys uh we're seeing it everywhere pretty much that you know in general terms things are going down Mm -hmm. right um i agree now 
So looking looking ahead to 2023 then. Yeah. Okay. We won't rehash 2022 anymore. So are, are we are we uh, looking at the trend continuing and things still getting beat up for the first half of the year and then plateauing, like troughing out and then rising in the second it's half a, it's of the year? A great question. You know, I don't know. I, I would like to say yes. Right. Um, but I don't know if it's going to, if the correction is going to only last for half a year. Right. You know, I think I have a feeling it probably will only be a half a year, mm-hmm. and then and then I think things are kind of just just like plateau, as you say. Right. They're not going to continue to decline, but I don't think they're going to increase it much either. Well, as we record this show a day or two before, um, or, or very recently, um, one of the key barometers, one of the key canaries in the coal mine, uh, sold on Heritage, which was a nine point eight. Uh, 181 Hulk. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, it just sold, I believe, uh, on the Thursday, yesterday, or whenever it was. Um, uh, and that was the first sale of 2023. Uh, and uh, 2022, in the fall, had re- reached some sort of ridiculous highs in the 130s and the 140,000. The white pagers. Right, right. Right. But there was, in December, a, a 9.8 off-white to white sold for ninety thousand um, yeah. dollars in early December on right. Heritage, right? And then I think the date was January 12 on the Thursday. One closed, uh, the next one closed. It got sixty nine. Wow! Yeah. So uh, as of early January, things are still trending the wrong way. But you know, okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't know if if January is a good time to be selling high end books. Right. To begin with. To begin with. Never right? mind ups and downs in the market. Yeah. Right. Like you know, people have, have per, the proverb proverbially blown their wad. They have. In, on Mrs. Champ's face. <laughs> I was going to say, um, um, on Christmas presents. On Christmas presents. Right. I'm sorry. Right. So I don't really know what uh, the rest of the, the the year is going to bring because we don't really know exactly what's you know like yeah people don't have any money in January anyways yeah like, they're exactly. paying their bills visa bills are coming all in kinds of stuff. And, and, you know the they, they just joined the gym right exactly exactly extra weight and all that kind of stuff you're right um, you know people aren't you know the, the Christmas presents of the cosmetics and, and yeah. Uh, and, well, uh, the whole buyer remorse thing is just the, still the hangover of the buyer remorse stuff because you bought so much stuff in December that you're going, why the hell? Did exactly, I buy that exactly. Thing, right? So yeah, you're right. You're right. So hopefully, uh, so but you know, but at, at the same time, at the same time, a book like a Hulk 181, uh-huh. it should shouldn't have that much of a decrease, right? Because that is a staple. Uh, as a staple, that's a blue, blue chip, chip, right? You know, yes, so yes, yes, yes. so I don't really know what to say about that. Well, um, other than you know it, you know, okay, timing, right? So that's impossible to to know, right? So let's look ahead and see what can help. What lifelines are there out there in 2023, right? That can help the comic book. And we're, and the show, this show, uh, 
is going to basically more focus on the hobby from the you know the investing end. We'll, we'll right. talk about the collecting end too. We'll we'll just let it take it where it takes us. Okay. Right. Right. But uh, right now, I want to ask the question: Are there any things out there that are going to help um, uh, the 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 collector investor speculator end of the market like the 181 right, right. Uh, are there uh movies or tv shows or planned um corporate restructures in the industry that's going to help comics uh well okay so you, you've got i mean marvel marvel has coming out in february they've got the new ant-man movie right ant-man and and the Wasp in Quantumania. Yeah, that's probably going to help a little bit, right? Because that's at least hearkening back to uh, the one of the original, I'll call it, movies from the Marvel MCU. Sure. Yeah. you know, it's not an it's not a new one like the Eternals or something mm-hmm. like that. So that might help a little bit. You've right. got you've got a DC restructuring in the movies. I read about right? that. So yeah. you've got James Gunn taking over now as the head of the new DC Studios. Uh, and he's shaking things up a little bit, and hopefully we're going to get a, a great um, smattering of both, you know, the popular heroes as well as the, um, you know, the, the not so popular, the sort of also ran heroes. Right, right. Um, and those know. are the ones that can get helped the most. Absolutely. Uh, like you know what, having a new Batman really isn't going uh, to help out Detective Twenty Seven, no, no, right? No, but uh, you know. but you know if a you know there's talk of a, a Lobo movie coming right, out, right? Yeah, with, exactly. With Jason yeah. Momoa. Right. That could be gangbusters. Or a Black Lightning or a, Black or, Lightning, or a Blue or Beetle or something. Whoever. Like that, right? Well, there's a Blue Beetle movie coming out, too. Right, okay. Okay. Um, now, explain to me this. Yeah. Explain to me this. You might know. I don't know. Um, I was reading that. The, who's the guy that played The Witcher? Cahill? Cavill? Oh, Henry, Henry Cahill? Cavill? Henry Cavill. Cavill, yeah. So he is no longer going to play he Superman. He's no longer going to be Superman. Right. That's correct. So I read that they're going to go to try to go to like a younger Superman. Is that true? You like know what? Superboy Superman? You know what? Um, there's speculation on that. Right. James Gunn has not come out and said anything about that. The only thing he has said is that Henry Cavill does not fit into the Superman that we need right now. Right. So there's speculation That'll saying be that it's going to be a younger Superman, maybe right. a Superboy yeah. or something like that. That would and be cool. Who knows, think, right? Which uh, would be I great. Think he could use uh, uh, I think he did here's my take on Cavill Cavill he played a good Superman but the problem is with Warner slash DC the Superman franchise was capped like it wasn't a Batman franchise it wasn't a Christopher Nolan type Batman thing where they knew they were going to make 1.5 billion on the next movie right right? Superman was always hit and miss Superman was always eh, it underperformed it underwhelmed but the diehards went to go see it that's Superman to me right right right. and Henry Cavill represented that yes right and so I'm sitting on the board of, of, of Warner's going Okay, I know what to expect yeah. with the next Henry Cavill Superman. Movie. Right, absolutely. And that's not good enough. No, that's right. right. So, now, interestingly enough, um, so there was a movie that came out a few years ago called Brightburn. Okay? Bright? Bright? Stay with me for a second yeah. here. Okay. Called Brightburn. Brightburn. So, Brightburn uh, was this movie that came out, and that was written by James Gunn, but he didn't direct it. Uh-huh. But it was written by him. And the story, although it wasn't actually a Superman story... It was, I think, originally pitched to be Superman. DC said they don't want it, but they went ahead and, and made it anyways. Right. So it's called Brightburn, and the story is basically around, you know, a kid uh, that has these crazy superpowers. But you know, um, and I haven't seen the movie, so uh-huh. you know, but instead of being like a good kid, yeah. he's a prick. Right. Right. So right. and it's kind of him being a prick 
to like he just kind of does whatever he wants. It's kind right. of like one of those like evil Twilight Zone kind right, of movies, right, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think he has ideas around what super superheroes could be and what can be. Uh-huh. But I think he's just sort of like you know what I'm tired of the Justice League. The, the good way old, they are. yeah, the good. You know, let's let's shoes. shake things up a little right. bit. Let's see what's going to happen. Let, uh-huh. Like let's make super super boy instead of a Superman. Like let's let's see. Yeah, what but I do. hope he's not going to turn him into an ass. No, but I'm not saying that. But I think he just has different. He's got he doesn't have a one track mind like the DC right. execs do. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, you know, oh, if it's going to be Superman, it's got to be, you know, like this, right? Yeah. At the end, he's got to be lifting a building. Yeah, right. listen here, JB. Look here, JB. If you're going to make a Superman movie, he's got to make sure that he's stopping a train. Listen, know? Miss Monty Penny, pour me some more uh, tea, tea bag. bag. <laughs> I need some tea bag, Miss Monty Penny. Let me get that for you. Let me get that for you. There you go. So, you know. I always count on Miss Monty Penny for some tea bag. There, there you go. Sorry, is that enough? You're looking oh, yeah, at me like that's not enough. No, no, it's just more than enough. Okay. I just need a, a little pinch, a little pinch to wet the gums. It went, like, listen, when I'm when I'm doing my Savant 2023 outlook, Savant, I need my little crystal ball. Yeah, yeah. And I need my uh, tea bag. Yeah, we all need a little tea bag. That's right. So um, listen. So as far as 2023 goes, I really think that it's going to be kind of stay the course. But what's good about this is now, listen. There's a good side to all this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because remember, you know, a lot the, the the price increase for all these books that happened during the pandemic meant that a lot of these books were out of the reach for a lot of people. Right. So now people now. can now now what, what you may call your true collector. We had this big discussion the other day. Right. Yeah. Now the true collector yep. may actually be able to afford to go in and buy their witching hours or their right because it, it's affordable. It's now. affordable it's not now. Just speculators tripling the price exactly. Overnight. So now they can enjoy the actually reading it. You know. So so when you say that, you touch on something that might happen. And and it's like like we just said, uh, 2020, the second half of 2020 into the se- into the first end of the first half of 2022, a good two years, let's say 25 months. Yep. The whole industry got hijacked by speculators and tripling in value over a month and stuff like that. Is is 2023 going to be the year that the collector takes the hobby back? Is 2023 going to be the year where uh, prices stabilize, prices come down, prices, um, and, and and the hobby becomes active again in that sector that is the healthiest sector of the hobby is those people collecting those runs, people collecting those heroes, people collecting those titles, people collecting those artists, people yeah. collecting not just, you know, I'm going to, I got $5,000, I want to buy one book that I'm going to retire on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that seemed to be, you know the more the what not not necessarily uh, it, it spearheaded the hobby in the what you saw what right. what the outside world saw right that was that right I'm sure that there was still that massive undercurrent of of collect collecting that sure. was going on sure but maybe that stuff kind of kind of frosts up to the top and 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 feeds off of itself even more and we get more activity into those uh you know um. Uh, you know the, the the pure art of collecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I know what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I think 2023 is going to help that. I don't. You know, part of me says I don't know if we're ever going to get back to that pureness. Right. You know, the like, you know, the the pureness of being able to afford what you want. Uh, I, the, 
it's it's good and bad. I mean, you know, there are lots of books out there that I, I can't afford. I don't want to. Maybe I should say can't afford. I don't want to pay. I don't want to pay five hundred dollars right. for that right. Adam Hughes cover. That's a one in one in one hundred. Right. 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 You know, I don't want to pay that. I don't. You know, I don't. I don't know if the value is there for me. Uh-huh. Um, so is it going to come back to that? I don't think so. But, but it's going to get better. Yeah, but like you know, I think again, what we lose track of is is the blurring, the blurring. The, the of the lines there is no lines there you can the hobby is so complicated and intricate that you have i have a guy i had a guy uh email me yesterday uh and he basically showed me a picture and he was excited by this pickup i think it was a phantom stranger i think like but it was one of the, i never i never noticed this cover before okay it was the cover the dc one from the 50s chris yeah. where 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 uh, the librarian or somebody in the back says, "Hey, don't read that evil book." Oh. But it was too late because this genie was coming out. And I don't know it, what you mean. And yeah. then I, I never really noticed. And then I looked at the cover and I go, "My God, what a great cover!" Right, like the it cover is, yeah. just captivates you. And the, yeah. the girl was drawn beautifully in the genie. The whole scene, she was already under the hypnosis. Right, and right, that. right. I go, I want this cover. Yeah. Right? But the point was, is the gentleman says, "Hey, you know," and he pay, he had to pay for it. Sure. But he goes, oh, you know what? I sold one a while ago, and I just I couldn't resist when I uh, saw this again, right? Yeah. So, so here you go. You're you're juxtaposing, not juxtapos- juxtaposing is the wrong word, but you're now meshing comics that have value and comics that are kind of not speculative in a way, but investment vehicles right, in right. a way. Yeah, yeah. With the pure joy of collecting, sure. Because this guy's excitement was not about. Look what I picked up. It's worth this much money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was about, damn, I had to spend this much money, but look what I picked up. Right, right. And there's right. a difference. Yes, for sure. There is a distinct absolutely, difference there. Absolutely. So here you are. You're a purebred collector that has to kind of venture into the investment area of money in because terms of... Even though you don't want to. Right. But you're going to get access to that stuff that you really want to collect. Absolutely, so absolutely. there's just a one example of investing slash collecting, yeah, yeah. you know, smashing into each other. Oh, there's it, lots of examples. Yeah, of that, that's sure. what I'm saying. So yeah. there, there's no there's no division. There's no, oh, this guy's a purist here, this guy's a purist no, there. No, no, no. There's all kinds of intermeshing yeah, and intertwining yeah. of that kind of stuff. So I'm hoping the 2023 uh, comes out as like... You know, very active for um, collecting groups. Um, you know, I'm hoping that I'm personally hoping that in in 2023, I'm hoping to see the rise of some sort of genre of comics that hasn't had its day yet. Right. 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 So whether it be I don't know uh, black and white comics from the the 80s, like yeah. independent comics from the 80s, yeah. or or maybe uh, I don't know. Gosh, like uh, sword and sorcery comics from the seventies. Yeah. I don't know what it happens to be. Oh, those are god awful, right? Yeah. Oh, remember uh, the DC sword and sorcery? oh, sword. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you can't get five bucks for number one. No, no, right? that's why I'm buying them all right now. Nice, yeah. nice. Well, I got but, more for you. Perfect, you perfect. Back but, the truck up. But you know, those are the books that, if you really look at the at the artwork, it's actually awesome artwork. Right, right. You know, the right. the comic itself is terrible. Yeah. But the artwork is fantastic. That's what I'd like to know. That's what I'd like to know. Which books are we going to discover? You, you talk about, uh, I mean, and by discover, I mean they're obviously in front of us already. Yeah. But in terms of like, why didn't we notice this before? Or right. why uh, wasn't this before? I remember, uh, I think, uh, remember that uh, on, on the Ice Collectibles one, uh, the auction that went a week or two ago? 
Mm-hmm. There was that Archie lot where guys was selling. Yeah. And there was that. I really wanted it so bad. There was that uh, one where uh, the pizza girl comes. The Cheryl Blossom. Cheryl Blossom. Yeah, 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 yeah She yeah, goes, yeah. here you go, just like you ordered, hot and spicy. spicy. That's right. And, yeah. and, and Archie's like all tongue hanging out going, yeah, I bet you the pizza's going to be good too. <laughs> right? And yeah. I'm going, man, do I want that cover. Right? right? And you- so it's one of those examples. And I think maybe this is it. That's one of those examples is I did, I don't know what number that was. Let's just I say it was know. number seven. Sure. For just to make it up. Yeah. I did not know I wanted Cheryl Blossom number seven. Until you saw it. Until I saw Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Now I want Cheryl yeah. Blossom. Well, just seven. like, I mean, and we talked about this once before. Yeah. You, you know, we were, I was, you know, looking through books in your warehouse and you came up to me and you're like, look at these covers. And I looked at their stack and I was like, oh, yeah. US one. Yeah. Who wants those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, no, you, Take a good yeah, look at yeah, these. Exactly. Like, Man, exactly. now I want those. Okay, so Chris, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put us both on uh, uh, alert. Uh, not alert, but I'm gonna call us out. I'm going to uh, put the pressure on you and I. Are going to start a project this year. Okay, where we're going to um, discover some of those. Things. Okay, so in, now in, in discovering them, I'm Ooh. going. I, I, you know, I hate to bring this up. Bring it up. But how's your uh, how's your Marvel team up collection coming along? <sighs> Probably just as good as my vigilante collection. Slow. Yeah. Slow as heck. Slow, 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 yeah. slow, slow. You know what I mean? But the thing is here's the problem. Here's the problem. I'm too busy as you are. Yeah. Right. So if I wasn't as busy, I would carve out a part of the day to hunt down some Marvel team ups. Right. But it seems like at the end of the day, the day's a blur, and you get to bed, and it's like you're tired and stuff. It's like, ah, every night, Chris, I go home. I go, not go home. Every night you go home thinking about your team ups. I go to bed thinking, ah, damn, I didn't look for any Marvel (laughs) team ups today. You know, why don't I believe you? Exactly. But the thing is, is, um, I'll tell you what, though. What's that? If I go to a con this year, and, Toronto um, Comic Con's coming up soon. I'm not going to go to that one. <laughs> Catch me dead in that thing. Um, um, it would almost have to be in the States, but no, you know, the, some of the Canadian shows. Are okay. yeah, well, we should, but we should. I would love to go to a show and just spend six hours roaming through business. Yes, I agree. Not, you know. Just being some sort of curmudgeon behind a booth selling comics. You mean like you normally are? Like I'm normally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you want, kid? Well, you know, I helped you out with the Fan Expo last year. and that's You pro- were actually the curmudgeon selling the <laughs> But that's probably the most amount of time I've ever spent at any booth, uh-huh. like working the show. Yeah. And least amount of time I've ever spent at looking around at right. the show. I don't, I, on, and, and no word of a lie, normally we get around at least a little bit. Yeah. I think I went around for about a half an hour know, for the whole show. It's crazy. Four days. Hey, what are you doing this August? Yeah, I'm busy. <laughs> um, we're going to do a live show at that show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course we are. Of course we are. Um, Listen. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I just, I just know... Um, Again, we're trying to look forward to 2023. Um, I, I honestly do think uh, that there will be... I think the reckoning in the marketplace in terms of the volatility of the prices will settle in some way this year. Yeah, I agree. Uh, where and when, I don't know. I just think that kind of um, 
reckoning of the marketplace will kind of happen this year. Now, remember, I'm just going to quickly, quickly recap my take on what happens to prices uh, in terms of in terms of things. The massive gains that have happened over the last three years. Um, there will be a small portion of books that will keep a lot of the gains. Right. They may not keep the full gains, but they'll keep a lot of the gains. Yeah. And these are the truly scarcer ones, the you know, and the truly in-demand ones and stuff. Be a, I think the large, thick portion of the hobby will kind of regress back toward the price levels that they were at pre-pandemic. Yeah. Which is, I think is natural. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. And then there will be that segment of, uh, of the market, too, that will fall well below the pre-pandemic prices. But that's nothing to do with the pandemic. It has a lot more to do with uh, supply in terms of, uh, and a quick example of this would be if, if um, I don't know, uh, ah, sensational She-Hulk, you know, the second yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number one at a 9.8 in, in 2019 was $110. Yeah. Um, there was really no incentive to grade them. Right. 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 But then, you know, in, in, in late 2021, they were selling for $470. Yeah. So everybody starts. Everybody them. sends yeah, it yeah, down. Yeah, and yeah. so the population of the census of 9.8 goes from 278 yeah. to 1278. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And of course, it's going to fall below the 150 180 bucks it was at that it's probably going to fall to 90 yeah, yeah which is like half the amount it was pre-pandemic right right and you know one sixth the amount of it got to yeah yeah, yeah. and then that's just supply driven that's yeah. that's that's a reflection of okay there's you know eight times more supply than demand right now so there, you know and, and but but the supply was spurred by some sort of craziness, right? Right. And yeah. So and, and so so th those three things are going to happen. But um, like I also mentioned before, I think that uh, throughout the whole thing, the healthiest part, and perhaps even it's going to stay healthy, are those you know five dollar to fifty dollar comics. Yeah. That you can find at a con, you can find at a local comic book shop, you can find on eBay or or, or and those are the ones that collectors like that's right, right that's and, right and yeah. i think those have kind of uh, you know weathered the storm the best yeah probably right? well because a five dollar comic before the pandemic is probably still a five a five dollar comic, comic right? right so um so i think that there's going to be that reckoning i think the reckoning will have its settlement it'll have its the write-off will happen the accountants will come in and they'll yeah, do yeah, the big yeah, uh, yeah. forensic thing and they go okay guys slate's clean let's start again let's start again whether yeah. that's march 1st or november 1st i yeah. don't know yeah 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 and i think it may there may be time lags with between eras and 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 um genres yeah. for that to happen um but uh, i really wish that um uh, the collecting part of the hobby moves more to the forefront than the inspecting uh, the inspecting the investing part has because uh, yeah. it kind of the inspecting part kind of hijacked the hobby right, for a while right, right. yeah so yep. let's try to win some of it back yep. from the collecting perspective in 2023 that's my hope for what I, the year brings i would agree with you with all that all right i, I also hope for all that you what? I hope for all that you hope for all that yes well, listen let's uh have a drink to have that have a drink to uh, that and uh We'd like to get everybody's view uh, on what they see 2023 bring in the hobby. Uh, just add your comments in the comments field below, and uh, we will see everyone next week. Perfect. Sounds good. We'll, and we'll, uh, uh, until next week.